Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the FNF Coaches Podcast. As you know, over the last few weeks, we've been doing all kinds of stories and podcasts on the coronavirus outbreak and the way it's impacted coaches across the country. Right now, we're bringing on Stephanie Donaldson, and Stephanie is the Director of Athletic Performance and Psychology for Boise State University Athletics. We initially stumbled upon uh, Stephanie because she drafted right after the coronavirus outbreak one of the first things that we saw online in terms of coaches and athletes managing anxiety. She had drafted somewhat of a playbook or a guide for for athletes. And um, well, well, first of all, Stephanie, thanks for coming on the show and welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Well, the first uh, thing I want to ask you about, you you had mentioned uh, earlier, we, we had been emailing back and forth, and you mentioned that you were uh, starting a COVID and coaches talk. And I wanted to ask about that. What is, what is it, and um, how, how do coaches get involved? Well, I, I think more so it's just um, within, for Boise State, for our coaching staff and our, and our administrators, um, putting together some ideas of, of how the coaches can use this as an opportunity um, to work with their student-athletes. Um, and, and I think a lot about, you know, what we, we've been talking about is how the, the student athletes are feeling and how they've been affected, but the coaches have their lives have been turned upside down as well. And so, um, helping coaches to, to use this time to, um, develop, you know, better working relationships off the field with their athletes and helping, you know, in We've never really had a time where the world has literally shut down. And so using it as a time for um, the coaches to really strengthen their relationships. And I think that will end up having big big dividends when we're all back at it. Um, You know, just talking about how it's important for coaches, it's a great chance to be able to be vulnerable and be transparent with our athletes and I know that um, coaches are expected to know all the answers. They're expected to know how to control all the uncontrollables. And this is really a time where um, none of us have the answers to so many things. And it can be a great time to have open conversations with our athletes and, you know, be able to show your human side and be transparent, you know, checking in with them and seeing how they're doing um, mentally, not just physically. And I think it can be really incredibly therapeutic to the coach and the athlete relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's such a difficult time that way. It's um, And it catches up to you once in a while. You think you're doing okay, and you think you're managing the anxiety and the stress, and then all of a sudden you start thinking ahead, and you have no idea how long this is going to last and how long you're going to be um, staying at home and kind of trapped in your house and all of a sudden, you know, you'll start looking ahead and thinking of um, all the stuff that usually makes you happy. Hey, I have a vacation coming up or, hey, I have this fun thing going on on Friday night or Saturday night or I have, you know, things to look forward to. And there's just right now there's not a lot of, of hope or things to look forward to. And obviously, you know, we all trust that it it'll, it will eventually pass and we'll get back to normal. But there's really no definitive answer of how this will impact mental health across the country, both at the coaching level, the player level, and just for anyone in any profession, really, because we don't know, we've never seen anything like this before, and and we don't know how long it's going to last. What are are some of the ways that you can kind of 
comfort people from and coaches as you know they're creatures of habit they get in these routines right. and these schedules and they have and this is what i do at this time of year and april 15th this year probably doesn't look that much different than april 15th last year mo- at least when things are normal and then this year everything's been turned upside down what are, what are some ways coaches can really stave off the you know the mental grind of hey i want to be doing something completely different right now this is totally out of my comfort zone out of my routine and i'm getting anxious are there ways that they can um kind of help comfort themselves and stay stay within the moment sure i yeah you bring up a good point um about how this you know april 15th is not going to look the same as April 15th in the past. And so, um, you know, I think that a lot of, of how the athletes are feeling, our coaches are feeling, I think most of the, the, the public is feeling right now. And I always, I want to use this as a time to really plug uh, self-care, not just for our athletes, but for our coaches. And, you know, if coaches don't use this time to attend to themselves and they're, you know, if they're not using it to take care of themselves, their ability to be available, to be present, um, to be innovative, to be flexible, it's really going to be dim- diminished. And, you know, it's a great time for coaches to model self-care to their athletes. And now's a great time to set up your own routines. You know, I know many of us um, are <laughs> suddenly working from home, uh, trying to navigate technology and, you know, working working with kids and spouses and pets and so now more than ever, um, I think coaches are, are creatures of comfort, are, are creatures of routine. So getting back to a routine, but including self-care in that is, is really important to stay grounded moving forward. Right. And that, but then there's also, you know, cause we, it's a good point. You, we all do have to take care of ourselves because we're, and just acknowledge that this is, this is difficult and, it, and it's going to be a grind for all of us. But the other part of it, from a coach's perspective, is they also have to show their players leadership. And you had said they have to be vulnerable, and that's completely understandable. But they're used to being in a leadership role where maybe their players or athletes are going to come to them and say, Coach, I'm really struggling right now. What can you tell me? Uh, what would you recommend when when coaches have players that come to them and they express their own vulnerabilities and their own anxiety? What's the best way for a coach to respond to that? I think first and foremost is just listening and and knowing that you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know exactly what to say. And I think uh, we all just want to say the right thing to make someone feel better. But sometimes and a lot of times that isn't that isn't really possible. And what that person needs is just someone who will will listen to them and and let them talk about what's going on in their head um, and just be be a source of comfort in that way and not have to have all the answers. Yeah. And it's, you know, what's interesting is um, we had talked uh, in an earlier conversation, or I think it was an email where you had said, you know, you expressed how key it is uh, for coaches to keep their athletes engaged. And that kind of um, hit home for me because when the beginning, in the beginning of this, when it first happened and they were like, hey, we want you to practice these social distancing guidelines for two weeks and we want you to kind of stay home as much as possible. And everybody was doing the Zoom conferencing and downloading the different apps to, to stay connected when you're not able to see each other face to face. I was like, you know what? I don't need that. It's going to be two weeks. I can go two weeks without. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really want to get online and, you know, do the video chats or the, 
That's the, and you're like, I'll just wait until I can see him face to face. And then all of a sudden, it you know, now who knows? It looks like it could be the entire spring. It looks like it could go into summer. And even you, the worst uh, predictions are, you know, could be it could be into the fall. So anyway, it's it, it. I think I kind of came around on it and was like, look, you're being stubborn. You're not going to wait until you're not going to wait six months without talking to anyone other than my wife and kids. Other, otherwise, I'm going to drive them crazy. So it is important to, you know, connect with college friends or connect with, you know, maybe former teammates or, you know, even my colleagues, we do a video conference every day just to kind of check on everybody and see, see if everybody's holding up. Okay. What is, what, is, what is the benefit do you think of having athletes, keeping your athletes engaged during this time and uh, how would coaches go about that? Oh, I think it's incredibly um, beneficial to keep your athletes in, engaged and, at, um, you know, at Boise State, and then I've also talked with a lot of my colleagues, you know, from around the, the nation um, in terms of what they're doing, and there's been some really creative ideas. Um, you know, we we have teams that are doing cooking challenges, and each week um, one of the athletes will think of a, of a recipe and then share it with the group, and then they virtually, you know, cook the dinner together and, and eat, um, have a meal together, have dinner together, and you know, we have teams that are, are doing um, book clubs and podcast clubs where they'll listen to a podcast or they'll read a book and then get together virtually, of course, to um, to be able to to talk about it and to stay connected. Um, another way is looking at and encouraging um, visualization because a lot of our research with visualization says that, um, you know, it does, it creates fantastic muscle memory and we can take mental reps um, when we're not able to take the physical reps and it will have a huge payoff um, when it's time to get back on the field um, when things get get back to normal. So there are a lot of things that we can be doing. Um, another one is, is talking with everyone about like um, what their purpose is because I think one of the common things that we saw is just this, you know, lack of or or a feeling of like, what is my purpose now? You know, what I've been training for, what I've been grinding for, it, it was gone. It was taken away from me. And so figuring out and really honing in on, you know, what's my why? Why do I keep doing what I'm doing and, and looking forward? I know you, you say like, oh, this is only going to last a couple of weeks. I'm not going to, I'm not going to really think about it, but you know, two weeks turns into four weeks, which turns into, you know, who knows how long. And so it's important to really, to really sit down and have conversations with your team and, and help, help not just the coaches, the athletes, but your, all your staff get back to, to finding, to finding what their purpose is. Yeah, that's, it's so important. And the, and now you see a lot of a lot of kids, at least, you know, so we've seen high school kids. And, uh, and first of all, I should say, I think that's a great idea for coaches to do the, you know, the cooking clubs and the book clubs and things like that, because we've talked to coaches over the last few weeks. And I think, like we had said earlier, they're creatures of habit. So they are getting their players together for, you know, weekly meetings with position groups and they're going over film. And it's not necessarily even something they would be doing this time of year anyway. It's March or into April now, and it's 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 not really time to panic and be like, hey, we need to have these guys focused on football all the time because right? that's what they know and that's what I know. And I'm I'm 
I feel like an expert talking about it. So I'm going to have a position group meeting where you wouldn't even really be doing that in the early April. So I think it's important, you know, to say, hey, it's okay to meet and check in and not talk about football and do some fun things and just to keep each other engaged because that's just as important as the X's and O's and probably even more so during a pandemic like this. But one other thing I wanted to mention or, or ask you about before I let you go is um, the social distancing. And, and right now, uh, the way that a lot of high school kids and college kids engage is through social media. And sometimes it seems like I don't know what you've been seeing on social media, but it seems like some people, they want to be doing the right thing. And they want to be showing that they're training and maybe they're getting together with a buddy in training or running sprints or throwing a football back and forth or even dropping off, you know, volunteering at a place or dropping off food someplace. And you're like, you know, I don't know if that's the safest thing or what they're, you know, what they're recommending right now. I think you need to be doing that workout by yourself and practicing safe behavior. What are ways that coaches could get across to their players? Like, look, we want you working hard. We want you to be trying to, because like you said, you got your entire goal taken away where maybe you were building towards the fall season and you were getting in great shape and you don't want to lose that, but you do want to be safe and following the rules that they have out there right now. What are some ways that coaches can really emphasize that you, you know, you got to be as safe as possible and following the rules during this time period? Well, I think for our student athletes, it's really helping them to under, when we just talked about understand the why, but understand the why they are um, social distancing because for most of our student athletes, they're young, they're healthy. You know, if um, they they aren't going to experience COVID nineteen as someone who is immune compromised or you know who's elderly, and so it's helping them understand that we're doing this for the greater good of society, um, for our fans, for the people who come and sit in the stands and you know support us all year long. That's our why, and that's why we're doing it. And um, while I think it's great to, to have these, um, you know, to keep working out and to have push-up challenges and to have things where, where you're able to connect the kids, it's doing it individually um, and then having the platforms to share it and to um, cheer each other on. But, I mean, I mean, shoot, I'm sure you could do a virtual Zoom workout um, where you're each doing it individually, but you're having the platform to cheer each other on, to connect, but you're doing it within the guidelines um, that we that have been recommended and keeping everyone safe. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so important right now. And hopefully, you know, we're getting reports that things are trending the right way. So people are obviously doing the right thing and being safe. And hopefully, um, you know, we'll be back in our comfort zone soon enough. But Stephanie, I really want to appreciate or I really appreciate you taking the time. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. And again, it's Stephanie Donaldson. She's the director of athletic performance and psychology at Boise State University Athletics. Um, and she's been kind of leading the way on ways in which athletes and now coaches can manage anxiety. So, Stephanie, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And thanks a lot. Take care. OK, you too. Bye. Thanks again, everyone, for uh, tuning in to the FNF Coaches podcast. Keep an eye out on our website, fnfcoaches.com. We'll be posting um, all kinds of content surrounding the coronavirus outbreak, and then we will also uh, keep the podcast coming. We've done about two a week for the last few weeks, at least during this uh, stretch where play stoppage is happening, so people want to hear about how other coaches and experts are dealing with the coronavirus outbreak. Thanks again for tuning in. And we'll talk to you again soon. 
Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.